Megan. And this is Natalie. And I'm Beverly. And this podcast, we're going to talk about kind of double backs on our last one about comfort zones. Um, just there's some overlapping things, topics. Um, basically, the message we send to women um, as a society, as a culture, you know, starting as young women. So being the more ma- mature or chronic, chronologically um, accomplished member of our our team I like here, that. accomplished um, member. Yeah. You know, as as a young girl growing up in the '70s um, and early '80s. You know, the message was you needed to get married, you needed to find a a partner, and if you were like 24 or 25, I mean, that was like, what's wrong with you? Like, If you weren't married? Yeah, if you weren't married, like, there must be something wrong with you. Well, there's something majorly wrong with me, though. (laughs) (laughs) And and so the, the general theme is that I think the message that that sent to young women is that you're not complete. You, you need a man to be a partner to help you in life. And, and I, I just certainly think that that's not the right message um, to send to anybody, um, young men or young women. And, um, you know, you need to be a whole complete person on your own because otherwise we're, what we're doing is we're having broken people looking for other people to fix them yes like there's something wrong with me I have an arm missing or something and and I need someone to help me um, you have to be whole and complete and sound and strong in who you are in order to be that strong complete partner for someone else um, so the analogy I like to use is that expression that says um, the whole should be greater than the sum of all parts so if we use the analogy of you need to find someone to complete complete you, I think of it as like a pie, like a half a pie. So you're bringing a half a pie and somebody else is bringing a half a pie and now you make a whole versus you bring your pie, he brings his pie. Now you have two pies. So um, I, I just feel that it's the wrong message that we're sending to young women. Or at least we were. I think things are changing and I definitely think women are not, we're not telling our, our, our little girls and boys that same um, maybe there are certain places and stuff, but, um, no, I think as a general rule, yeah. we're not doing that anymore. I think that where there are pockets where they still believe that, you know, that's still the case. Yeah. But I think that as we move forward, it's, mm-hmm. it's not, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you. no, you're not interrupting at all. That's just kind of like the big, the message that we send women and, and, and just, and how does that change and what does it look like? And. You know, I don't think it's the message that we're sending to young women. And it's like, are we, and, and why? Is it because we've, we've listened to that message and we've, we've done that and had that philosophy and realized that it doesn't work? And for whatever those reasons are, because then you find yourself. So I was talking to a friend yesterday who she just went through a divorce. And um, obviously, so here's the thing is I feel like people don't know how to like, talk to other people sometimes because it's like oh you hear that you're single and then I feel like the next question is well why aren't you dating why do you have to why do you have to have somebody in order why why is that the question or say you're dating then the next question is when are you going to get engaged you get engaged you get married the next question is when are you going to have kids why like 
I don't know what, like, what questions should we be asking people instead to, like, get to know them? You know what I mean? Instead of, like, that's the order of the way that things have happened in the past, but how, I mean, obviously you're not going to, well, you could have a kid before you meet someone. Like, <laughs> you can't do it on yes. your own these days. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think it's more how like how do we get to know people you know what I mean like instead of asking them what the next and I'm saying are you happy yeah that sounds great are you happy maybe not necessarily are you happy but maybe the question would be like what brings you happiness or what are you doing that makes you happy uh, maybe that's a better question because it so another thing too being in the dating world <laughs> um like I I don't necessarily want to ask people what they do for a job because I don't necessarily want to judge them based on their job. Oh, I do. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> And I I mean I do too because obviously like there's people out there that are doing very well that have not gotten their masters like I have. So does that make them less of an equal to me I don't and I think that that's where like I have a hard time with dating apps because I feel like I'm looking at a person and I'm judging judging them from their picture and I don't I don't like that I don't like how that makes me feel because I don't like to judge people um I feel like when you can meet someone I think a personality can like make them more attractive so I feel like when I'm on the dating apps, I'm like, well, they could have a really great personality and that's going to make them more attractive. So then I'm like, I don't know if I want to swipe right or left. <laughs> Which way? And then it, when it comes to, like, their job, I mean, maybe they're, I can't think of, like, maybe they're a garbage man and they love their job. Garbage men make a lot of money. Is that something, like... I want someone that loves their job and, like, loves what they do. So it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. I don't... I don't know. I also want someone that, like, is smart and educated. And that's not to say that a garbage man isn't smart. So it's, like, I... Yeah. I I don't know how to ask a guy, like, I don't want to ask a guy, what do you do for work? Because I don't want that to then categorize them into... Something. I you know what I mean? I, I do, but I don't... I think with you being so aware of that, you wouldn't do it. Maybe you right. would do it a little bit subconsciously. Like, uh, yeah, he says he's an entrepreneur, which in my mind says, I have no job. <laughs> um, which also says to me, um, I need a sugar mama. Which says to me, uh, Natalie, don't date him because you are not going to pay for somebody else and be a sugar mama ever again. See, and part so of me just, is like, he's mo- like, how are how are they doing in their entrepreneurship? Because then part of me is like, that's a motivated person that's stepping out and trying to do their own thing. Yep. So then you ask the questions. You ask the initial question to get it kicked off. That's what I think. Like, what do you do for a living? And does that make you happy? That sounds interesting. Or that's not... You don't want to say, God, that sounds boring. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, actually, at this stage of the game, I think I might say that that sounds horrible. Um, Why... What what about that makes you want to stick around? What do you you like about that? But that's also coming from 
your concept of what's going to make you happy too. I mean, I mean, we're talking about message that we send to women. You're asking because you want to know, is this person, does he work? Does, um, you know, can they support themselves? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a very similar message to what women were getting a long time ago because we wanted somebody to support us. Who's going to be our sugar daddy. Who's, you know, the guy that goes to work and we get to stay home. Um, but how we view that now is very different. You still want to know, can they support themselves? Because you want to match. You don't want a master. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to match. Right. right. Back to the, yeah, you want a whole person. Absolutely. Um, yeah. No, I, uh, I don't know. I've got different flavors of the message that we send women. I get very conflicted because um, I, lo- I like men, for sure. But I think that sometimes women are our own worst enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're damned if we do, we're damned if we don't. Um, I remember taking my daughter to school, working full-time when she was, I think, in, just in kindergarten. And the mom group was very judgmental. Um, if you worked, you were terrible for not being home for your kids. Mm-hmm. And if you were a home person, if you were a home mom, then you're terrible for not supporting the house by working. You couldn't win. and Because I had done both. I had worked part-time where I could be available versus working full-time and not being available at all because you're working full-time. And I remember um, sending my daughter to private school thinking uh, they wanted us to volunteer. The moms to volunteer. Keep that in mind. The moms to volunteer. Uh Um, I work to pay for the school that she's going to so she can attend. Therefore, if I miss work, I don't get paid. She can't come here. What is it about that that you guys don't get? That's a wrong message, I think. Yeah, that why does it have to be the mom? mom? Yeah. Because the moms are supposed to be there. The yeah. da- if the dads show up, and this is, uh, I'll say this is just my jaded opinion about it, the dads are doing something freaking incredible if they show up. Oh my gosh, you took time off. God bless you. You're such a wonderful... I can't believe you see Mr. So-and-so shut up for his daughter. Oh, that's so wonderful. It's so wonderful he showed up. And if a mom shows up, the bitch is supposed to be there. Sorry. She's supposed to be there. I mean, she didn't do anything miraculous by missing work um, to be there, which is, like I said, also a wrong message. And that's just from my experience uh, with my daughter. But uh, I think also the, the message is that we're fighting against each other. Well, I work. Well, I don't. Well, I have a master's. Well, I don't. Well, you know, what do you do? What don't you do? You know, are you stressed? Are you anxious? Do you do yoga? Are you working out? Are you walking? Are you eating right? And then we judge each other instead of supporting each other. Also the wrong message. Who cares what anybody else is doing? Why can't we just be more supportive? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I, I think that you're wonderful. You got your masters. I, I'm not envious, but I am so very happy for you because right. it's, it's not an easy path and you had to do it with tremendous adverse uh, adverse situations happening at the same time um beverly you're still married not that one equals the other but i'm thinking ah crap you know what you're still making it work in your marriage you're still putting all that effort into it not that i'm jealous that you're married 
So why can't we be more supportive as women? That's a good message to send. Oh, yeah, I totally yeah. agree. It's, it's celebrating each other instead of criticizing or tearing or down. Or comparing. Yes. yes. Or comparing. Yeah, but yeah, it's the big comparison. Yes. It's like, why can't you celebrate each person individually for what they've accomplished and what they've chosen, you know, for stay-at-home moms? I mean, I, there are, I'm serious. There are days where I was like, I sometimes I wish I, I, I don't want to say the word just but I just don't know the other word to put in there. But I wish I was a stay-at-home mom. mom. That I could have just, you know, got them off to school and my house was immaculate and had cookies on the when they came home and sat down with the with the homework and made sure everything was done and all the I's were done and all the T's were crossed. And, you know, I, I did it. You can't go back and do things differently. Um, would that have been the right choice? I don't know. I have to say it probably wasn't because it wasn't the choice that I made. You know, right. I, I made the choice to go to school, become a nurse, get an advanced degree, you know, and, and try to juggle and balance mommyhood with wifehood, with womanhood. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, so those are the decisions. But yeah, it's everyone has their own path and their own journey. And I think we should be respected for the path and the journey that we take instead of comparisons. But there's also the the dialogue, you know, it might be what the message we tell women, but it's also what is the message we tell ourselves? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. there's there's also those I'm not as thin as this person. I'm not as pretty as this person. I'm not as um, active and motivated as this person. I'm not as smart as this person. I'm not as accomplished as that person. I don't speak as eloquently as that person. And, and we're all different. So something kind of off that is finding, okay, so you don't speak as well as that person. Use that person then as like your inspiration or like learn from them mm-hmm. onto how to improve that mm-hmm. in yourself then instead of like hating. Yeah, because yeah. the, right. the go-to, the natural go-to is... Well, she speaks so well. Well, screw her. Uh, you know, every time she opens her mouth, I can't stand it because everything she says just sounds like butter. Instead of, I'm going to pay attention to what she says. Yeah. And I'm going to talk to her to elevate myself. Yeah. I mean, I realize that's very selfish, but I mean, it's, I don't think it so. works because I... it's like, well, if you want to be better, you see her has better than you, then and you maybe want that for yourself or maybe you don't maybe you just appreciate the fact that there is a sister among you that speaks very well you know i'm gonna go to her when i want you know my shit to be told to everybody because she's gonna say it in such a way that people are gonna hear yeah you know and it's not me because i'm too you know whatever whatever it is that you don't feel about yourself you know i agree you know i i get really frustrated with the judgment of you know, you don't understand because you are, you're white. You don't understand because you have brown hair. You don't understand because you're too thin, you're too mm-hmm. fat, you're too educated. You're not educated enough. I mean, really, the enemy is not each other. The enemy is the shit that's going on in our own head. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I would, yeah. I would agree yeah. with that. Completely agree with that. Yeah. I just, and I, when I, and I try not to do uh, social media too much anymore because it's just, killing my psychological stability um is you got so many women hating on so many other women i see a lot of um uh, so-called feminists that are knocking stay-at-home moms i i can't stand it 
My mom was a stay-at-home mom. She did a wonderful job of taking care of my brothers and I. We're all active social members of society. We support our communities. We volunteer. We are um, active. We uh, we work. We don't we don't litter. You know, um, I, it, we love each other. We support our family. So they did a good job. They wouldn't have done that. My brothers and I wouldn't have turned out this way had my mom not stayed home. Had she gone to work, I think we would have still been great people. We just would have been different people yeah. because of that. So I, I get so aggravated with, you know, you know, the moms need to, stay-at-home moms need to, you know, pick up their, their side of the, of the weight and, you know, be an active member of society. I, I can't even tell you what the hell you think they're doing by, you know, molding their kids into decent human beings. So that the teachers don't have to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, a question, though, I have is, could you delete the people that you see on Facebook so that you aren't seeing that? Because my social media is not filled with any of that. Mine is all... I, I think I love, like, I love people and I love a lot of things. So I think like when I'm like my social media is it it does show people supporting other people. So I wonder if it were to be if maybe if you change your perspective. Yeah. Unfollow and then also if you were to be like because you know how uh when you when when you're like, okay, I see this all the time. Like, you're going to hyper-focus on seeing that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, you see a black Audi. Then it's like, you see ten black Audis. But then if you were to focus and change and be like, I want to see ten white Audis. Then you're going to see ten white ones. So I wonder if you were to change and be like, I... And you only look for like the love and the respect and the support and things like that that women do give to each other. You would you're gonna find more of that. Well, I have started just um, blocking people and removing them from my feed. Or yeah, even the just stuff that I don't I don't need to hear this anymore. I need yeah. I don't need to support this person in this subject matter, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, because I'm like I don't I don't believe in. I mean, I do it. I judge myself. I judge other people. Um, I try not to express too much because it's not good. It's not, I don't think it's healthy. And every time I do express something negative, like, ah, oh, she's so thin. I'm like, okay, that's more about me and how I feel about myself. And I shouldn't be so shitty to this person because maybe, I don't know what cross they're, they're bearing. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, she could have been overweight at some time and has now lost a bunch of weight because she put in the effort to do that. Or was just born that way. Yeah. And she has her own flaws that she's trying to work through. Right. Which I do too. So I kind of wonder, who's admiring me? (laughs) (laughs) Who's admiring I look behind me. Who's admiring me? Well, it's kind of funny because you're... it's, It's funny how we view each other because how you... And I think Beverly kind of hit on this earlier. Like, you are worried that you're going to lose yourself. And I view you as like this, you There's know no what you want. You know yeah. what you want. And you yeah. are like, you're not putting up with any shit. <laughs> I mean, at least that's how I know you as a boss. You were always <laughs> like a, 
I've put up with little to nothing. Yeah, and I, but I, and I think I even posted something, or did you post something? And I responded, and I was like, I don't see that in you at all. Um, you had posted something very nice about me being kind, and I was like, I love hearing that about myself because I really don't think that about myself. <laughs> I it was something about like, um, you have like your your boundaries, and you like I think you stick to them. And it was, it was something about work, I feel like. I can't remember what it was, though. No. But, I mean, it is interesting to see ourselves through other people. Because I, I don't see myself as kind. I don't see myself as strong. I get worried that that, that really nervous, scared girl that I was is still there. And I'm not going to be able to stand, stand. up for herself. Yes. That's so funny because I would describe you as the exact opposite. I would describe you as she is very strong but equally kind. And I've literally described you like this to peers in an office setting as a Ferrero Rocher. Oh, you know the candy, like the chocolate candy. candy. I think I, I think I said it right. Yep. It's it's crunchy on the outside, but it's all gooey inside. But ultimately, okay. there's that that strong hazelnut thing in there right that really so, yummy part yeah yeah but yeah. but it is gooey inside and sweet and nice and that's yeah very nice of you I've, that's how i describe like if you were a candy or a chocolate that's the one you would be oh my so, gosh I'm just <laughs> <laughs> i like it yeah i like it i like it i like it yeah i don't know okay. so that 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 is an interesting topic maybe we'll pick that up again as our self-talk or our self-perception versus how others perceive us and or that internal dialogue how do we change the internal dialogue how oh do, i can help how, with that yeah how do we change that i think mine will involve lots of sticky notes <laughs> uh, yep it is uh our internal dialogue is a huge huge factor uh, I will say this. I thought I saw something that I thought was pretty interesting about internal dialogue. That um, your body hears what you say, hears mm-hmm. what you think. So if you're saying negative things, I am dumb, I am fat, I am not good enough, that the rest of your body is going to engage in that thought. And then you're stuck thinking this, feeling this, being this. And not realizing that it's actually, I mean, I won't say it's as simple as, but to change that, to turn it on its head instead of saying, you know, if you really feel like you're not smart enough, then do something about it. Be active participant in trying to change your internal dialogue. Well, you know what? I may not be smart in how to change a car, but I can save a life. Right. You know, I love going to like a hairdresser or going to like the mechanic and, um, or wherever it is you go and say, you know, I tell them, I may not know how to do that, but if you had a heart attack, I could save you. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I'm like, for me, that's kind of like a, like a, like a cover. Like, yeah, I'm, I, I realize I'm not that intelligent in that direction, but I, you and I'd be doing CPR until the, you know, medics came here. I'd right. be saving your life. So mm-hmm. you keep that shit in mind. I think mine's more important than yours. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you need your car in order right? to get I to know, the job. I know. I know. But to change that internal dialogue. I think that's yeah. a good one for uh, our one of our next um, uh, podcasts for sure. Perfect. All right. All right. Well, have a good day, everyone. Bye.